This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Julian Jameson. Eric the Red's Saga. Anonymous. Translated from the Old Norse by John Sefton. Chapter 1. Olaf, who was called Olaf the White, was styled a warrior king. He was the son of King Ingjald, the son of Helgi, the son of Olaf, the son of Gudred, the son of Halfdan Whiteleg, king of the Uplands, in Norway. He led a harrying expedition of sea rovers into the west, and conquered Dublin, in Ireland, and Dublinshire, over which he made himself king. He married Aud the Deep-Minded, daughter of Kettle Flatnose, son of Bjorn the Ungartered, a nobleman from Norway. Their son was named Thorstein the Red. Olaf fell in battle in Ireland, and then Aud and Thorstein went into the Sudreyar, the Hebrides. There Thorstein married Thorid, daughter of Eivind, the Easterling, sister of Helgi, the Lean, and they had many children. Thorstein became a warrior king, and formed an alliance with Earl Sigurd, the Great, son of Aestine, the Rattler. They conquered Caithness, Sutherland, Ross, and Moray, and more than half Scotland. Over these Thorstein was king until the Scots plotted against him, and he fell there in battle. Aud was in Caithness when she heard of Thorstein's death. Then she caused a merchant ship to be secretly built in the wood, and when she was ready directed her course out into the Orkneys. There she gave in marriage Thorstein the Red's daughter, Gro, who became mother of Grelad, whom Earl Thorfinn, the Skull-Cleaver, married. Afterwards, Aud set out to seek Iceland, having twenty free men in her ship. Aud came to Iceland, and passed the first winter in Bjarnarhofen, or Bjornshaven, with her brother Bjorn. Afterwards she occupied all the Dale country between the Dogardara or Daymeal River, and the Skramuklaupsa, or River of the Giantess's Leap, and dwelt at Hram. She had prayer meetings at Crosshalar, Cross Hills, where she caused crosses to be erected, for she was baptized and deeply devoted to the faith. There came with her to Iceland many men worthy of honor, who had been taken captive in sea-roving expeditions to the west, and who were called bondmen. One of these was named Vifil. He was a man of high family, and had been taken captive beyond the western main, and was also called a bondman before Aud set him free. And when Aud granted dwellings to her ship's company, Vifil asked why she gave no abode to him, like unto the others. Aud replied that it was of no moment to him, for she said, he would be esteemed in whatever place he was, as one worthy of honor. 
she gave him Viffelsdaler, or Viffelsdale, and he dwelt there and married. His sons were Thorbjorn and Thorgeir, promising men, and they grew up in their father's house. Chapter 2 There was a man named Thorvald, the son of Asvald, the son of Ulf, the son of Ixnathoris. His son was named Eric. Father and son removed from Jadar in Norway to Iceland because of manslaughters, and occupied land in Hornstrandir, and dwelt at Drangar. There Thorvald died, and Eric then married Thjothild, daughter of Jorund, the son of Atli, and of Thorbjorg, the ship-breasted, whom afterwards Thorbjorn, of the Haukadalar, or Hawkdale, family, married. He it was who dwelt at Erikstadr, after Eric removed from the north. It is near Vatshorn. Then did Eric's thralls cause a landslip on the estate of Valthjof, at Valthofstadr. Eolf the fowl, his kinsman, slew the thralls beside Skadesbrecher, slopes of the racecourse, above Vatshorn. In return Eric slew Eolf the fowl. He slew also Hrafen the dueler, at Lakeskaller, or playbooths. Gerstein and Odd of Jorfi, kinsmen of Eolf, were found willing to follow up his death by a legal prosecution, and then was Eric banished from Haukadalar. He occupied then Broke and Eixne, and dwelt at Tradir in Sudre the first winter. At this time did he lend to Thorgast pillars for seat-stocks. Afterwards Eric removed into Eixne, and dwelt at Erikstadr. He then claimed his pillars, and got them not. Then went Eric, and fetched the pillars from Bethabolstadr, and Thorgest went after him. They fought at a short distance from the hay-yard at Drangar, and there fell two sons of Thorgest, and some other men. After that they both kept a large body of men together. Steyr gave assistance to Eric, as also did Eolf of Svini, Thorbjorn Vifilson, and the sons of Thorbrand of Alptafjordr, Swanfirth. But the sons of Thord Gellir, as also Thorgeir of Hitardalar, Hotdale, Aslak of Langadalar, Longdale, and Ilugi, his son, gave assistance to Thorgest. Eric and his people were outlawed at Thorsnes Thing. He prepared a ship in Eriksvagr, or Creek, and Eolf concealed him in Dumanarvagr, while Thorgest and his people sought him among the islands. Eric said to his people that he purposed to seek for the land which Gunbjorn, the son of Ulf the Crow, saw when he was driven westwards over the ocean, and discovered Gunbjornsker. Gunbjorn's rock or scary. He promised that he would return to visit his friends if he found the land. Thorbjorn and Eolf and Stare accompanied Eric beyond the islands. They separated in the most friendly manner, Eric saying that he would be of the like assistance to them if he should be able so to be, and they should happen to need him. Then he sailed oceanwards under Snifelsjukult, 
Snow Mountain Glacier, and arrived at the glacier called Blazerker, or Blue Shirt. Thence he journeyed south to see if there were any inhabitants of the country. He passed the first winter at Erexay, near the middle of the Vestribugid western settlement. The following spring he proceeded to Eriksfjordr, and fixed his abode there. During the summer he proceeded into the unpeopled districts in the west, and was there a long time, giving names to the places far and wide. The second winter he passed in Eriksholmar, Isles, off Kvarsknuper, Peak of Disappearance, Cape Farewell. And the third summer he went altogether northwards, to Sneifeltl and into Hrafensfjordr, or Ravensfirth. Considering then that he had come to the head of Eriksfjordr, he turned back, and passed the third winter in Eriksay, before the mouth of Eriksfjordr. Now, afterwards, during the summer, he proceeded to Iceland, and came to Breithefjordr, or Broadfirth. This winter he was with Ingolf, at Holmlatter, island litter. During the spring, Thorgast and he fought, and Eric met with defeat. After that they were reconciled. In the summer, Eric went to live in the land which he had discovered, and which he called Greenland. Because, said he, men will desire much the more to go there, if the land has a good name. End of chapter 2